Hello, and welcome to the Vitality Women Leading Audaciously podcast. I am Jennifer Helene, CEO of Purposeful Ventures, devoted to naturally innovative solutions for the realignment of humanity. We believe that stories connect us, dismantling the illusion of separation, causing healing. This interview will be 20 to 30 minutes long, and I look forward to sharing on Common Ground. And welcome to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Today, I'm thrilled to welcome my guest, Kara. She's a solopreneur and she is all about fitness. So, Kara, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. So excited to be here today. All the way from New York. Here I am in California, yet we're here yeah. together. I love it. And um, tell us about kind of why you chose fitness and you know your story up until now. So I started out in the fitness industry back in 2005, I became certified in personal training and I actually was going to school to become a teacher. And I realized that wasn't the path for me. I had about a year left and I figured I was going to finish it out. I don't like to start something and not finish. So I got my degree. I got my bachelor's degree in childhood education, but around my junior year of college in 2005, I discovered that fitness was more up my alley. So I became cert a certified personal trainer. And then I started to work for corporate gyms. I actually started off um, with Lucille Roberts. Not sure if you're familiar with yeah, them. They totally. kind of like, they, they've kind of like become, I don't know if they're still around. I think there's a few locations still around. Um, but I worked with them for five or six years, and then I got into Equinox, which nice. I know you're familiar with them, totally. um, worked with them for five years, and then the pandemic hit, and it was getting to the point that I felt very run down working in the gym atmospheres. Um, I was teaching 15, 16 classes a week. It was very difficult on my body physically, yeah. but it was also just mentally, I felt it wasn't healthy to continue to work in the gym atmosphere any longer. And I had the thought in my head. And then when the pandemic hit, it forced me to start my own company. And now I do everything virtually and I absolutely love it. <laughs> That's incredible. You made it work. That's awesome. Yeah. So you have like yeah. classes online and is it like hit or is it like, what is your, what is the magic sauce that you think works the best for yourself? And of course your clients. Yeah. So I actually really believe in a balance. Um, I don't like doing hit every day. Well, I love a good hit class. I feel like it kind of tires out the body to do the same format. Just like if someone does bar every single day, it's a lot on their knees. It really is. So I like to balance out the formats. I teach five different group class formats on my website live. And then if people can't make it, they have access to recordings on demand as well. If they can't make the live classes, um, I teach bar my own um, let's work class. It's like a Pilates bar hybrid with a little low impact cardio. I do have some hit stuff on there. Um, I have a band class, a butt and gut. So I really like the balance of teaching the different formats and the same with my one-on-one -on -one clients. We don't always train the body in the same way. If we train on Monday, we'll do bar. If we train on Wednesday, we'll do, you know, more of a strength, strength-based format. 
It's all about that balance. Balance is so key. Um, I've been uh, really hardcore into Iyengar yoga for like 27 years. Um, I should say yoga for 27. Iyengar for like 22. And um, like, if I could have a PhD in something, it would be yoga for sure. But I'm also like a certified bar instructor. You know, like I'm just so interested in like all things fitness. And for me, it's like sanity. Mm -hmm. And it's like, so I was in a wheelchair from ages seven to 10. And so I knew firsthand what it was like to not have that capacity to move. And it was really no, no fun. And so I don't take it for granted. And for me, it's like a, it's a a source of freedom from my like emotional, like, I don't know if the right word is imprisonment or like, you know, like emotional bondage. Like, you know, I feel like after a workout, I just feel so free. I just feel so like worked out on all levels. And so for me, it's like an emotionally engaged embodiment practice at this point, but it hasn't always been that way. You know, first it was like weight loss, <laughs> you know, like I got to like get my ass in gear. I was a model plus size model, but I was <laughs> oh, like, wow. you know, but I had yeah. to like, I still had to do lingerie and swimsuits and stuff. And I still had to be fit as a plus size model. Um, it, but I, but I just started to love it and I started to kind of crave it. And then, um, I started to get competitive with myself. <laughs> I'm like, wait, why can't I do that? <laughs> I want to do that. Um, but it's just really, it's really been a journey for me um, and a very empowering journey. Um, I went through periods where I was trying to outrun my fork so I could like eat as much as I wanted. And I try to out exercise. I mean, I'm sure, I don't know if you, can you relate to any of these things? I'm like, why, I guess my real question is like, why fitness for you? Um, what is it that like motivate and inspires you about, you know, working with your clients and, and doing these classes? Yeah, for me, it's also, I do not take it for granted either. Um, For me, the movement is what keeps me not just physically well, but mentally well. Like I almost need it in the morning, especially like when I wake up, I actually look forward to getting on that mat and moving, whether it even be yoga or bar, or I just need it for my sanity as well. Like I could feel such a difference. Like there's one night that I, I do a night class instead of working out in the morning. And I feel it when I don't have that, that movement, even if people can just get to 15 minutes, I'm a big preacher of that too. Even if they can't do a full blown class, just that 15 minutes of movement is so important for the game changer, right? It's a game changer. Um, it is. So I have a lot of clients and even friends um, who's, who just, it's just such a steep gradient to start. And they feel they're in this like really negative conversation about like, I can't do it. Last year, I was so much stronger. I have 20 pounds to lose. Like, why can't I, why is this so hard? Cause it's, it is like, if you got, like when I got COVID, I was like really weak and I felt like, so it took me so long to get my strength back, but I, I was at it every day. Um, and now I have my strength back and mostly, yeah, mostly I don't know, what, time. what message do you have for people who are like, I know I should be doing this, but like, I just, it's just such a steep gradient. What do you, what message do you have for them? Little bits at a time. Like it doesn't have to be full blown right away. Even if they can just commit to three to four days a week in the beginning, to 25 to 30 minutes, something small, um, and doing what they enjoy. That's why I also really believe in in teaching different formats because someone might really, really enjoy a HIIT workout and somebody else may hate it. Right. Um, And I really believe in 
doing what you enjoy, because if Mm -hmm. you're not going to do what you enjoy, it's not going to motivate you to actually want to come to class or get up and move that day. So it, if, if yoga is your thing, do the yoga. It's all about what you're going to commit to and actually enjoy doing. Yeah, totally. And I think the instructor has something to do. I, I attend live classes with my yoga teacher in India or in Switzerland, wherever he is. Yeah. He's been my teacher for for 22 years. So like, I'm so like, and he's like, he was the Kung Fu champion of Asia before he like got really into yoga about 35 years ago. And, uh, and he's just, he's just so hardcore. Even today I'm like, the guy is like 60 almost. And he's like so strong (laughs) and look at his spine. And I'm just like blown away by this guy. And I'm like, dripping with sweat. I'm like, please not another one. (laughs) We were doing all this like knee strengthening stuff because we do a lot of yoga therapy. Um, But I think the instructor has something to do with it. So I love that you're offering live classes because um, I also am a part of this thing called the class. You may know it. It's in New York. I think I've heard of it. It's so cool. Um, I love it. And it's really embracing the emotionally engaged piece. And so, yes, we're working out and we're doing cardio and we're doing strength training. Um, and we're also kind of doing some dance, some freeform movement, which is pretty awesome. But the dialogue in the background is all about like emotional freedom, which is so interesting. Mm, it's like, t- like, that really is. Yeah. It's like requiring us to channel, um, you know, our emotion into the movement. And, uh, and then I I've been so saved by that over the pandemic. And, and I say that only because like, find something you love, right. Whether it's a walk or, um, even just getting up and down in your chair 50 times yeah. like, as a squat, yeah. like you said, like little, little bit at a time, um, or finding an instructor, like with your live classes, um, there, there are so many to choose from now. It's kind of overwhelming. It's hard to know. Mm-hmm. Um, that but is love- very true. It is overwhelming with the amount that is out there. I agree. It becomes like, well, what do I do now? What? <laughs> It, it, it is a, a bit overwhelming out there right now, especially after the pandemic. So many people now have the virtual. So it becomes a little bit confusing of, of what to take, but you got to just find that one that you love and yeah. usually you'll want to commit. Yeah. And I love that you changed it up because I do, I, I need the yoga and the, you know, and that resistance training and I do some bar mm-hmm. stuff too. So it's really important, I think, to have well-rounded for, for those of us who are kind of in it, it's important to change it up. You know, like yes. I, I've been doing like a totally different ab thing these last week. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can feel my abs really strongly. <laughs> but um, I believe that our bodies are a reflection of our lives and our minds. And so um, my philosophy is that you go to the mind through the body, you stay sane. Mm-hmm. You go to the mind through the mind, you go crazy. And that may be, you know, one of the reasons why you just love it so much. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I also love to talk to the participants. Not everybody loves this style, but for my participants and myself, it works as they're working out, especially when you're online, it tends to sometimes get a little stagnant. You're working out at home by yourself. You don't have people working out around you. So I like to just talk to them during the workout, not the entire time, but just a story that might've happened to me over the weekend. And as we're going through our, our 15th rep of something, mm-hmm. I can tell a story through it. And it kind of like, in a way distracts them from right. getting through some of the movement. I love that. That's awesome. Do you, uh, is your workout the classes that you teach or is it separate from the classes that you teach? I do most of it. Three quarters comes from the classes that I teach because okay. I find online, I mean, I'm only teaching one live class a day. 
I find online I have to move much more than in person only because they're looking at a screen. So where when I was in person, I felt like I could kind of stop and just kind of coach them and walk around the room. But online, you don't really have that luxury. So I do most of it with them. Um, I do stop and get up and look at the screen and look at their forms to make sure as a whole they're getting it. So I am getting a lot um, of the workout, like three quarters of it comes from that. But I do my own yoga. I really believe in taking my own yoga class once a week. I'll do yoga maybe twice. And I like to do some heavy weight lifting on my own once or twice a week, just downstairs in my basement, quiet without having to coach somebody. Nice. Okay. Yeah. That's really important. Uh, I'm always curious also. Um, yeah. I noticed that people who are um, like group fitness instructors tend to be a lot thinner. And I'm wonder, I wonder sometimes like if it's because they're exercising multiple times throughout the day and their metabolism yeah. is just, you know, burning a lot faster than someone who does one workout a day uh, versus, you know, a couple, I don't know. Do you have any do you have any, like, I don't know what to say advice, but like, do you have any, um, insights on that? I, back when I was teaching in the gym, I actually have gained some weight after I've, after I've taught at home, because when I was teaching 15 classes a week, I was like constantly going, but I don't necessarily think that was healthy. I think I was, it was too much. It was too much on my body. I was burning too much. I had to keep eating, um, mm. <laughs> to replace what I was losing. So I, for me, it works out better just to teach one class a week, but for the instructors that have to do that and they have to teach multiple classes a day, I would really suggest not doing the entire class and to really scale it back because you're going to burn out. Yeah. Doing that many. An injury is really real, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, God forbid, but you know, I, I'm a huge, um, huge fan of, you know, just taking good care. And, you know, a lot of people in the yoga will injure themselves because overstretching is actually extremely painful and dangerous. And if you don't have enough muscle around your joints, you actually start to have joint pain and muscle pain. And it's like this rabbit hole of like upset and, you know, d dysfunction, it's really challenging. So I'm a huge fan of just, you know, balance, like you said, and, trying to make sure that everything is being paid attention to, that we're not overemphasizing mm -hmm. our shoulders or doing too much weight bearing on the wrists or, you know, whatever it is. Um, and our bodies actually speak to us, right? You know, when we have like a hip problem or a knee issue, it's like, it's, I've learned so much from my injuries over the years. <laughs> yeah. So important to listen to. And I tell my participants that I'm always giving different options it's not about what everybody else is doing in the room. It has to be what works for them on that day. Like what may work one day might not work the next day. And it's all about listening. If your knee is hurting during a lunge that day, do a Brazilian lunge where you don't bend it. If your wrists are hurting in the plank that day, come down onto your elbows. You have to, you got to listen and honor what your body is telling you. Yeah. And there's like this aggression. I noticed with a lot of the type a women, um, that are listening. And I'm saying that because I'm one of them that, you know, <laughs> we tend to overdo yes. and we have to really, you know, take a moment to listen. Um, and that, and that's something that actually COVID really taught me was that like overdoing isn't actually serving anyone mm -hmm. most, you know, most of all, not me, <laughs> um, and usually ends up in injury and whatnot. So, 
Um, yeah. So great that you know that you know that. Um, and a lot of people who exercise regularly are tend to be type A kind of folks. I am. <laughs> I definitely company. am a type A. So <laughs> we have to like force ourselves to slow down a little bit. Yeah. You know, listen, it was funny last week when I was teaching, I told them I had my booster on Saturday and I taught Monday last week and I really just wasn't up to moving that much. So I was honest with my participants that I was going to coach them more yeah. that day and move around less. Cause I just didn't have it in me. Like all of us are going to have that day, including instructors that we just can't do it. And it's important to just honor it. Absolutely. So speaking of which, like, how do you maintain your vitality? What are some of your routines and things that you, you do to cherish your vitality? So I do believe in a good medical massage. I get them at once every two to three weeks. I get a nice 30 to 45 minute medical massage. I tend to hold a lot of like pressure in my, in my neck and shoulders. So that kind of releases it. I also love foam rolling as a self-care. Um, I use the myofascial release balls as well. Nice. And even just like dry brushing, I feel like even if it's a quick five to eight minutes in the morning, when you first wake up for me, it wakes me up, it gets the circulation going. I feel it's, I just feel like kind of, um, as an all around self-care dry brushing is it's easy. It's quick. Um, and what else do I do? I get my nails done. <laughs> it, it definitely, yeah. To, to keep that, you know, um, just something to look, to look forward to with self-care. Yeah. I dry brush. I'm a huge fan of dry brushing. I'm like, Love it. yeah, I'm really hardcore. Actually, I got a new dry brush for Christmas and it's like the oh. best. It's like really different than the other brushes I have. So now I have like six brushes. <laughs> no, I think that exfoliation is so key. Um, dry brushing yes. for our lymph nodes and circulation and increasing our immune systems functioning is really important. Um, we forget like how huge the organ, the skin organ is. And I, I think that my skin is actually aging really well um, because I skin brush. I, I really, I think there's, I really believe in it. I've been doing it now, for a few years. Now, do you years. do the whole body or do you just do like your legs one day, your arms the next day? I do the whole body do every everything. day. You do the do. whole body. I do. Yeah. Like even the soles of my feet. Oh, I never did the feet. Yeah, Usually I, I tend to get the arms and legs and torso, but I never did the feet. Yeah. And huh. then the face. I've added that. in the face even now. I'm like. With really, the brush? Yeah. I have like a gent more gentle one for my face, but yeah even the face. Cause it, 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 people, like if you go, have you ever been to like one of those Korean spas or yes. yeah, I mean like those ladies, they're like really thorough. <laughs> I don't know if you've yeah. ever gotten their like scrubs, but it's just like, Whoa. I never got those, but I'm sure much more thorough than my dry brushing. Is. Oh my God. I'm like, I thought my skin was going to be ripped off. Um, and I, but, <laughs> but it was the best thing ever. I couldn't believe it. Um, so those, those women are really serious. And I, I only use that as an example because the Asian culture has been using this kind of exfoliation and deep skin brushing. And they have like exquisite skin. I mean, the Asians are known for having like the best skin, the best mm -hmm. aging and everything. And I think this is a huge part of, of their routine. Even my grandmother who was like gorgeous well into her 90s um she even did her own version of skin brushing she did oh you yeah. know what else is good for the face the um that i use um the gua sha the stone i like that because it's smooth mm, i haven't tried the stone i do lots of i stuff. like it oh, i do not. yeah i i go up through the chin um mm. get under the eyes and it 
definitely helps. It's a little bit lighter on the skin than the dry brush. On For the sure. Face. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a little intense. I'm a little hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> um, movement is medicine. There's no doubt about it. Curious if you've explored dance at all. I'm just, just like genuinely curious. I, it's so funny. I, it's one of those things that I regret stopping when I was a kid, but mm. I did do it when I was younger. Um, and I kind of got away from it. I, I was actually the one growing up like through high school and, and middle school. And I was the one that was picked last for like the team at school. I was me not too. athletic. I know me. Either. Yeah. I was Isn't not athletic. Um, no, so and the same thing with dance. I just don't think that I, I didn't think I fit in well with the girls. And I look back at it. I'm like, Oh, I wish I really pursued that because I love teaching bar and I love dancing. And I even incorporate a little bit of dance cardio in my own let's work class. But <laughs> I, I got away from doing like the ballet. I was enrolled in ballet and tap and all that. And I just felt like I didn't fit in with like the girls. So I stopped it. Me too. Me too. And I but, regret it. Well, I've gotten back to it as an adult and it's really been fun for me. It's been a you really have. big, yeah. Like there's this like, group. I get together I mean, less so since COVID, but you know, we get together and we, there's no talking, no cameras, no phones. Um, and you just kind of dance like no one's watching. And it's been really fun. Yes. My boyfriend um, and I do it together, which is even more fun. Um, so I don't know if your husband's into it, but um, I don't, I think that he doesn't we, dance so much. <laughs> we have to play, you know, like, I just yeah. feel like we need to play. And I think for me, part of movement is being medicine is, is that that play element. It's like, yeah, I spent so many years taking myself so seriously and like so much precision as a Yangar, you know, like we're like, move the inner right upper knee, <laughs> you know, like we're so <laughs> like technical um, and it, like this, I think that's very masculine as well. And I think there's this balance of feminine and masculine um, in in the movement practice. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think that dance is a, just a, such a feminine. I feel like there's such a feminine um, yes. Nature that's come up and gotten expressed through that, but I've really been enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I need more. It's so funny that you bring the feminine nature up. I feel like I need more feminine nature in my life because now I am just so hardcore about running the business and networking, collaborating with different people. And I actually, for the first time, just hired somebody to help me with PR. Mm -hmm. And I have so much of that masculine energy from like running my own business that I need more of the feminine to balance myself out. Yeah. Yeah. Running being, I'm also a solopreneur, right? So we have to have that masculine energy. And then when you teach class, you're also masculine because you're like dictating. Yes. Dictating. Um, Yeah. And and that's great. I mean, it's, it's wonderful. We need that masculine energy and we also need to cultivate the feminine, right? So you get your nails done. I do that. (laughs) I think that's like really the only thing is like the dry brushing nails and everything else is like a masculine energy for me oh a dance maybe you can but maybe maybe you'll find a practice that uh, helps to you know and that's for some people it's singing for some people it's cooking other people it's um writing or drawing like and what I don't know what might be it for what might be it for you you know writing is something that I've explored in the past I do like to journal um so that's definitely there and I I do cook but not as much as I should. I probably cook twice a week, maybe, but I enjoy it. I do enjoy the cooking. I'm so into cooking. You it's are. like, yeah. And, and, you know, 
it's funny because like most of my expertise is in food. Like I have a master's and a bachelor's degree in nutrition. I've studied oh, food as medicine internationally. I saw that. Yeah, I was like on MasterChef. Like I'm super into food. Like I write cookbooks in my free time. I mean, I do it just to relax. Like it's just, even like my friend had a birthday last night and I made this like, you know, amazing dinner and everyone's like, how did you just do that? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just like I do it and I love it. And it's so fun. Um, but only focusing on nutrition will only get you so far. Mm-hmm. And I have decades of expertise, you know, in, in nutrition, but there's nothing you can't, you can't, there's no pill, there's no food, there's no diet that's going to replace movement and fitness. It just isn't. Yeah. And you need the aerobic, you need the anaerobic, you need the, the strength training, the resistance, you need, um, you need the stretching, elongation, the stretching. Like, you've got to have really it all. And it's like, it is an act of self-love, but it's, it's non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. So folks, if you're listening and you are not moving your body, I'm going to be really honest with you. It's like a slow death. I don't know. Do you agree, Kara? I totally agree. It's a death both mentally and physically. Like I, I can't imagine not having the movement in my life. And it, it's one of those things though, when someone who hasn't done it in so long, they get into it. It takes time. You have to be patient with yourself, but after a good month, if you really get into the habit of doing it for a month and you commit to just the three days a week, like I talked to about before, they're going to want it. They're going to want to do it. And if you don't do it, you'll start to feel bad. Like you'll, you'll feel like, what did I skip out on today? You won't feel as much energy to get your, your daily activities done. You're going to want to do it, but it takes a good month to really to get, to get into that habit. It does. It does. So be patient folks. Listen, it really only takes about a month. You will be shocked at how much progress you make. Um, you'll be hungrier for your lunch and dinner, uh, or maybe even your breakfast. You will sleep more deeply. You will wake up more vital. You will Mm -hmm. feel like you have more consistent and better energy throughout the day. And I can't wait till more research comes out about microcirculation and the capillaries because capillary density is determining our longevity and we get capillary density by exercising and doing the resistance training, the strength training, the aerobic and the anaerobic. And so we need that capillary density. We need that microcirculation and we need it like for our survival, for our immunity and for our longevity. Immunity is yeah. So important with immunity. Yeah. And overdoing will actually harm your immunity. So, um, it's really important guys, uh, check out Cara, but you're, uh, we're going to have it in the show notes, but tell us your web, web address. Yeah. It is www.cgmfit.com. And if anybody wants to try out a class for free, your first class is free. You could just fill out the contact form on the website with your email or your cell phone number, indicate which class you want to try and you'll get the zoom link. I love it. Thank you so much for being with us today. Be well. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Thank you for listening to vitality women leading audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer-helene.com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be of value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcast.jennifer-helene.com 
backslash podcast dash guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show. It mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses, and health. Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group or one of my programs. This is Jennifer Helene, and thanks for spending your precious time with me. Thank you.